These are your morning announcements. The Retro Club will be meeting today to discuss 1985's Teen Wolf. Also, as a reminder, there will be basketball tryouts held today in the gymnasium. So please make sure if you're wanting to try out, be there. Welcome to the Retro Club. We're your host, Megan. And John. I don't know why I like sighed when I started that. I don't know. <laughs> I had a lot of built up air. Just dreading. <laughs> no, not dreading. <laughs> Just, it's been a long day. Yeah. Um. I am wore out. Yeah, but we'll pick it up. It's about to get exciting. <laughs> uh, but before we get into what this week's episode is, what's happened in the last week? What's going on in our lives? You got college football that's going really strong. There's been a lot of good games happen. You know, I had a pretty strong first week of NFL Mm -hmm. picks. Um, My second week, I did not do well, guys. No, you suck shit. (laughs) I did really bad. Um, Embarrassing. (laughs) I won't even give you numbers here, but I was was really good. good the first week. Like, one game screwed me from winning the whole thing. Yeah, well... Talking about gambling on here. I Well, the first two weeks are hard. Who cares? The first two weeks are hard. I feel like you have nothing yeah. to base it off of. It's just kind of a crapshoot. Plus, teams I mean, are just coming out of preseason, so it's really hard because you got to get your reps in. Because if you think about last year's season, Detroit Lions won, like, no games. And then no, I that's not true at all. They picked up at the end of the season real tough. Yeah, but they were, like, oh, and a lot for a while. <laughs> like, yeah, they, but they that's... Couldn't win. They, they're turning it around. They are, and that's why I'm saying is you can't even base this, base it off last year's because you got trades and new people and who knows what's going on. But there are still teams I can take shots at, okay. including my Raiders. I don't, I can, I cannot believe <laughs> they put up ten points. I'm. So, we watched the Chiefs Jaguars game, and that game was silly. Yeah, because that game was just the game getting handed to the Chiefs. The Jaguars. That's come from a Raiders fan, but I'm being completely honest. Even Megan, who has no real bias, will tell you I the don't truth. Care. Yeah. There were three attempts at a touchdown that they just could not get. It was mm-hmm. so frustrating. Jaguars are tough, too. That's what sucks. <clears throat> yeah, it was dumb. I might as well just do a sports show. I'd be really good <laughs> at that. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> uh, what else was going on this week? Uh, Vince McMahon, he uh, officially sold the WWE. I knew once he grew the mustache, things were bad. Things were coming. I can't believe he did it. I don't. Again, wrestling is one of those things where I've known about. It's kind of been. I grew up with it and stuff, but I've never really been immersed into it. But I thought Vince had just like a chokehold on WWE. Oh well, he did. I mean, it's always been his company, even when he got in trouble and like disappeared for oh, a bit. God, yeah. He still had full say of anything. That's why he came back. But I knew, I knew, I told people he's going to end up selling it because once he couldn't be in the power seat and making big decisions on a daily basis without being in trouble, mm-hmm. I think things had to change. Who'd he sell it to, though? Uh, what is it? They own UFC also. Oh, so it's it's 
Is it someone where they're in his pocket and he's just going no. to be okay? Uh, I think, oh my goodness, they're a sports company too. I almost said it's called Kick, but that's not right. <laughs> they have a name like that though. Mm-hmm. Oh, like an acronym that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just wondered if it was something where he quote unquote sold it, but he's still going to be giving <laughs> advice. No, 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 nothing like that at all. <clears throat> um, I think the only person they're keeping like in a big position's. Uh, Triple H, he's still going to be the head of creative. Mm. But even then, the guy that was under him is now over him. <laughs> Good Lord. And then we've also got the uh, the strike still happening. The uh, Screenwriters Guild. Mm-hmm. They're still it's killing every strike. show. It's killing every show. I saw, I hate it because of who it is, but Drew Barrymore got a ton of backlash because she went ahead and started mm-hmm. her show back up and everyone's like, Apparently she's, that's what they call a scab. Yeah. Uh, I did not know that phrase, but like Drew Barrymore is getting a lot of heat because she took her show back, but she issued an apology and said that she's going to stop it. And it sucks. Well, she went back to working when all these people are fighting for wages. Yes. They want this. This is one of the worst things about Hollywood. mm -hmm. And I'll tell you how it works. Movies have sucked when the last uh, writer's strike happened. Mm-hmm. Hollywood went downhill because all those people went to TV and TV got really good. Yeah. And now TVs went to hell because they went on strike. And now I I got a feeling movies will all of a sudden start turning around again. I Even though even though movies aren't really a thing anymore, everything's streaming. Yeah. So unless it's an exclusive, you don't know. Yeah, coming from us who we thoroughly enjoyed going to the movie theater, I don't know the last time I went and I honestly don't care. I do know the last time I went and it was a terrible experience. The only good thing was, is I got to enjoy it with my friends. Was it Chucky? It was Chucky. Oh, it wasn't wow. Chucky. It was Child's Play. That's it. Sorry. <laughs> you know what I meant. I know what you meant. Um, yeah. Whenever the new Child's Play came out, that's the last time we were in theaters. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just not a fun experience anymore. It's so expensive. I, I'm willing to wait. I can avoid the spoilers. Like if I see it, I'll just keep scrolling and wait until it's out on streaming. <laughs> We did that. What was the last movie we just did that with? It literally mm. came to streaming and then we, we watched it the same day. Scream? It, was it, the new, it Scream? was the new Scream movie and it was the new uh, Evil Dead movie. Yeah. Like I had no... Uh, I knew nothing going into them. Yeah. I, I had no real like like irons in the fire for it. Mm-hmm. Like I just knew they were coming. But they went to streaming so quick. I was like, well, you want to watch this? Mm-hmm. It was fun. Yeah. I liked them both, and I, I'm not going to lie about it. I liked them both. The strike bums me out just because, I mean, everyone, it, the entire world is, like, fighting for fair wage right now, which sucks. But there are a lot of poor, famous people. Like, if you really look mm-hmm. at it, these people are just, doesn't matter how famous you are, you can still be dirt poor. Yeah, bad or investments in crippling debt. Yeah. Like, people make all those jokes about Nicolas Cage. Oh God, yeah, he's made some terrible financial but, decisions. But you know that—that's why he will not stop making movies to make it he up. Is, he is in that bad of debt. Sucks. It really does. Like, I, Gary Busey is one of those people too. People keep doing interviews and stuff with him because he has to have the pay. Mm, yeah, go to cons and things like that. Yeah. That's what a lot of the actors that don't have that kind of income, like we make jokes about um, Corey Feldman. Oh, yeah. Like he's got to have money to make 
his crazy albums and stuff. I guess stuff just isn't happening out of the air. Yeah. And I don't know how much money he could possibly be making from movies he released over almost 40 years ago. Right. And can you imagine a famous person crowdfunding? Which it happens with. I think it ha- that's more. And that's how he did his last movie. It was 100% crowdfunded. I think it's more acceptable nowadays because you see it a lot with people who become famous by being an influencer or become famous off of social media. I feel like a lot of their stuff comes from crowdfunding too. Yeah. You just have, like we just interviewed, um, Ben, uh, ben. Mm-hmm. uh, his movie was crowdfunded. Yeah. It's, I mean, I don't, I guess I don't know how, what, how big his fame is. <laughs> I didn't, I don't know. In the horror community, I'm sure people know his name. Yeah. His, his stock has risen. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's released, well, three really good movies and another, another, four. another one coming. Yeah. And that's not even counting the new, um, I guess you could say, uh, Freddy Krueger fan film. Oh, mm-hmm. which I, I, I'm excited to see. I think it's going to be good. Well, is there anything else going on? Oh, the new patron. Yeah, okay, so I put that at the top of the notes because it has been in the notes the last two normal episodes, and I <laughs> forget to mention every time because I always close my notes out towards the end because I'm like, oh, I know what I'm doing. No, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> we have another new patron that I am so sorry. I did not shout you out. I've been meaning to, but it's our other good friend, Tony. Yeah, thank you, Tony. He's now becoming a patron, so yay. Also, I need to issue an apology. Oh, uh, I got asked why uh, my new stuff hasn't went up on uh, Patreon. Mm-hmm. I just have not been able to make the time. I have all these ideas written down. I just got to be able to get to doing it. Yeah. So I need to. I need to apologize for that. But I'll put out a lot of stuff all at once. We got stuff coming out. I I just had a new episode come out. Um, uh, I don't remember what day it was, but mm-hmm. it is covering The Handmaid's Tale. So mine is, my spinoff show is Paperbacks and Popcorn, where I cover books that have been turned into movies or TV shows. Mm -hmm. And that was fun, I think. John seemed interested, finally. So maybe, (laughs) I think I might have hooked him with that one. I don't know. Maybe. But yeah, you go check that out, Mm patreon.com. Look up The Retro Club, and you can find all of our episodes. John's covered uh, his top, movies horror movies for summertime um i've done other books like fight club and the virgin suicides was my other book mm-hmm. but yeah you can go check it all out there for like just starting a dollar a month you don't even it's not a big commitment one dollar a month you're not even gonna miss that no but you get so much extra content it's worth it oh i did do a, a video for well i guess it's just an episode uh, about paul rubens dying That's definitely on the Patreon. Yep. All right. Well, I think that covers all of our news. Yeah. We can go ahead and jump into this movie. Yeah. It's an all. This is one of my favorite movies just ever. Yeah. (laughs) I think you know that though. Yeah. I'd say it's up there. For as far as Michael J. Fox movies go, especially, I think this is my favorite film of his. Well, since we said it's Michael J. Fox, I'll go ahead and tell you this week's movie is 1985's Teen Wolf. Mm-hmm. This movie was actually released August 23rd, 1985, so it just had its anniversary. 
It's nice. It opened up in 1,416 theaters, which is pretty intense. Is that accurate? I I mean, the internet told me it was, so I don't, I did not count the theaters myself. Okay. Why do you ask? That just is that seems like a big number. Well, Back to the Future opened up in just almost just as many. Back to the Future was also like a mainstream movie pushed by Steven Spielberg's company. That I don't know. I think it's because it had be, I'll go ahead and get into the top 10 movies that were out in theaters that week uh, when this released, because at number one still was Back to the Future. So Michael J. Fox had the number one spot uh, when Teen Wolf came out and Teen Wolf was actually at number two. So he had the one and two spot Mm -hmm. and Back to the Future was on its was on a decline as far as its like attendance record. It was down eight percent. Oh, my God. But look at the movies in the theater. Yep. So number three is another movie we've covered. Pee Wee's Mm -hmm. Big Adventure. Great one. Number four was Volunteers, which I've never seen. I've I've seen it. I think it's got Michael Keaton in it. Number five was Year of the Dragon. I can't remember it. Number six was Return of the Living Dead. The best zombie movie ever. <laughs> number seven was Summer Rental, which I think we've mentioned on here, but mm-hmm. we've not Underrated discussed. John Candy movie. <laughs> number eight, God, get it out of here, is National Lampoon's European Vacation. <laughs> I don't know what you hate about that movie. Is it because of... Uh, Big Ben? No, John, I don't. Just, it is my least favorite of the vacation movies. I think you, we both agreed on that. That was our least favorite. Yeah. I, I It's not like I hate it, though. I just, every time I see it, I'm like, uh, number nine was Cocoon. Oh, yeah. That's not a bad movie either. It's got Steve Gutenberg. I was, it's got Gutenberg in it. And mm-hmm. then number 10 was Fright Night. Arguably the best vampire movie ever made. Yeah. <laughs> So this was a pretty stacked week in theaters, I would say. Jesus. Yeah, it is. And you know Teen Wolf would have went to number one at least one of those days. Because it's another Michael J. Fox movie that just dropped. Mm-hmm. So I guarantee you there was a week where it was number one. Probably. That's what I'm saying. He secured that number one and number two spot. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then you have the guy who plays... But I'm calling you out on it, though. I do not believe it went to 1,400 theaters. Well, you better Google it then. Look it up yourself. I plan to. Or you can use Bing or whatever. I don't know. Does anyone use that? What's Bing? That's another search engine. See? Nobody knows. Yeah. Remember Firefox? Yeah, that's still... I was going to say nobody else does. It's still out there. Nobody uses it. You'd be surprised. How old are they? They're old. They're old. Uh, anyway, I was going to say, and Teen Wolf, the guy who plays Chubbs, is also in Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. So they're all just taking up all those top spots. So technically Chubbs, Chubbs is in the two and three movie. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yep. This movie wow. is rated PG, which That's I, accurate. I would There's no almost nudity. press for 13. Well, no, but they. No cussing, really. A little bit. And then I would say his transformation is kind of like, eh, even though it's not scary. Um, I don't know. There's something else goes. about it. Don't they smoke pot in it too? I think, I don't know if they smoke it's pot. It's implied. They, they uh, are looking for a bag of pot, a bag of weed. A bag of weed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The genre of this movie is comedy fantasy. <laughs> What? I did not, John, I didn't give it this. This is what it came with. Comedy fantasy. Yes. You also need to put sports and sci-fi in that. Oh, God. Technically horror. 
So PG thirteen. I think it no, should be No, not PG-13. PG-13. You can have a PG movie in A PG horror sense. movie? Yes. Get out of town. What do you mean you can't? <laughs> I just don't think... How can you have a horror movie and it not be at least PG-13? I just I think you can do that with a lot of horror movies. They don't have to be gory or nothing like that. Suspense is what is the real... Uh, like. I, I guess you could say the biggest thing about horror. Can you be scared? Yeah, I. It has a runtime of an hour and thirty-one minutes, and I'll go ahead and give you the synopsis of the movie. When high school nerd Scott Howard learns from his father Harold that being a werewolf runs in the family, he decides to take advantage of his freakish trait. With his newfound strength and agility, Scott quickly becomes the hero of his school's basketball team while winning over a longtime crush, Pamela Wells. As he grows more popular, Scott worries he's being celebrated as a novelty rather than for who he is. That's accurate, except for the nerd part. Nerd Scott's is not, kind of a... Yeah, that's strong. Scott's like a... He's a jock, technically. Yeah, I mean, but that's not saying much considering their basketball team is poop. That's not his fault. <laughs> he's part of the team. One guy can't do it all. Oh, my God. Well, wait a second. I can take that back. Oh, when he becomes the 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 big wolf the on wolf? campus, yeah. <laughs> Can't just say wolf. I know. <laughs> I was gonna say big dog, but you know he's not a dog. Mm. And the fact that they say his freakish trait, I'm like, dang. <laughs> I know. <laughs> just really getting in there. All right. So the budget for this movie wasn't as high as I thought. It was only four million. Mm-hmm. That's cheap. It the was. movie was made for like no money. It doesn't have anybody with name value yet in it. But its box office was thirty million. That's really good. It did for well. a movie that was supposed to follow. Well, we'll get into that. Oh, okay. We'll get into that. Uh, it was directed by Rod Daniel, which I'm not really sure what else he directed. The name doesn't sound familiar, and I, I didn't think look this it up. was his breakout movie. He's another guy that they. I knew. I actually knew a couple things about this guy going in. Okay. Uh, let's talk about the cast. So, there, so there's a lot of people, but I just picked a handful. Again, this has a pretty extensive cast, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. So our leading man is, of course, Michael J. Fox, which we know from Back to the Future, which we've already covered. Family Ties, Doc Hollywood. Love Doc Hollywood. There's not much we can say about what he's been in. The Because we've already talked about it with Back to the Future. So. Yeah. Honestly, he's done a lot of voice work. That too, yeah. He's like Stuart Little, then he's one of the dogs from Homeward Bound. Yeah. Um, Susan Ursity mm-hmm. plays Lisa, or her. better known as Boof. I love her, man. Which, I mean, I guess they, she had the nickname before Boof became a term for something. Come on, Meg. Don't <laughs> even do that. That's what it is. I, it is now. It is now. That's what I just said. Yeah. Anyway, she's been in some eh, movies. She was in Zapped. Ain't nothing wrong with Zapped. Zapped's one of those movies. It's it's raunchy, though. Yeah. She was in Doing Time on Planet Earth and The Running Kind. Mm. N- not seen any of those. I love Susan Earth City. Mm-hmm. Booth's one of my, like, go-tos. Go-to what? Female favorites. Okay. That's what I need. I need a female favorites list. That's coming. Okay. <laughs> Jerry Levine, or... Probably Levine, right? Mm-hmm. He, he plays Styles. Jerry Levine? 
you I gave you I a wanna, chance to wanna, correct yeah, me. I wanted to do it. I wanted to get you. He played Styles, who he's also been in Born on the Fourth of July, mm-hmm. Iron movie. Eagle. Love Iron Eagle. Casual Sex with a question mark. That is yeah, that the actual name of the movie. Weird. <laughs> and Out of Bounds. I remember Out of Bounds. But Iron Eagle is one of those movies too. It's got a lot of people in it, you'll know. Yeah. It's just <laughs> It's like these guys needed more work, so they're like, we'll take them because they're young enough. <laughs> uh, James Hampton, who plays Scott or Michael J. Fox's dad, Harold, he was in The Longest Yard, the 1974 movie. The and original. Condor Man. Uh, you want to know something? I've never seen the original Longest Yard. I think he was also, it was like the. Um, Shoot, it was some TV show. I can't think of what it was. Hold up. He was in the sequel, Teen Wolf 2. Okay. I just didn't throw that out there. Sorry. (laughs) Lori Griffin, who plays Pamela, his crush, was in Cheerleader Camp, Aloha Summer, and Sandman. And then Mark Holton, who we've talked about before. He played... They label him as Chubby. Is that what they call him? It was Chubbs. Yeah. Okay. It said Chubby in the... Yeah, but his casting. yeah, like the big name was Chubby. And of course, we know he's been in Pee Wee. So I wanted to grab some other movies that we haven't mentioned. He's in yet. Mm-hmm. Gacy is one. Of, it's a newer Gacy's, one. It's not a newer one. It's a. That's like it's like twenty years old. It's a good one though. It came out in like two thousand ten. I thought. It came out in like two thousand three. Whatever. When I say it's newer, it's not the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> and then Hoboken Hollow. Don't know that. He's one. been in some poop movies too. <laughs> he's in a lot of movies we know though. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to grab a couple since we've already talked about him before. Okay. That's all I've got. So if we <laughs> want to go ahead and jump into our scenes, you can start since I did all the talking in the beginning. That's fine. You took up all that time. Just joking. <laughs> <laughs> all right. My first one on Dunk Wolf. This is when Scott transforms after sucking at the beginning of the movie, playing basketball. Mm-hmm. You have um, Pam's boyfriend. Shoot. What's his name? Mike or Mick? No, Mick. Uh, he gets it caught up in a loose ball, mm-hmm. going for a rebound. <laughs> and he's like, "Forget it, nerd!" <laughs> and Scott transforms right into the wolf. It's awesome. And what's he do? Starts that thing off with a with a quick uh, dunk. The scream is what made it though. Oh, because yeah, the the room is silent. <sighs> <laughs> the room is silent, and he's like. I don't know. He's showing off, I guess. Dude, that first game when he's the wolf, he gets like, uh, I can't remember what you call it. What's uh, the next number after a quadruple? Uh, Quintuple? Quintuple double. What? (laughs) He got 10 at least of uh, five stats. Points, rebounds, steals, assists, and blocks in one game. Wolf's on the loose. I love that scene. Yeah. And Chubbs is like, <laughs> John. <laughs> God, that was so loud. No, that's a great scene. Well, you don't like when he turns right into the wolf? It's on my list. Oh. But my first scene that I'm going to talk about is actually when Scott goes in to talk to his coach. <laughs> it's after oh. he first turns into the wolf and he goes into his coach's uh, office. His coach is great. He's Bobby Finstock. <laughs> I love that he's chewing gum the whole time. Yeah, so Scott's trying to tell him, he's like, I, there's, I'm 
changing. There's something going <laughs> on. And the coach reads the room wrong. It's not well. And he starts telling him about like a kid that they had that had real problems. Yeah. He just let him quit. And he's like, he tells this whole stringer. St- I didn't need him. He tells a whole story about this kid who's like, you know, he had some problems. He's like, yeah, what happened to him? He goes, mm, he quit. quit. He had to work two jobs. <laughs> yeah. He's a third stringer. I didn't need him. <laughs> like, thanks. That's super helpful. But like Scott could never get out what was wrong with him. He's trying to tell him he's going through these changes. And the coach is just like, yeah, well, you know, we all go through that. You yeah. Know? He's like. He's like, yeah, he's got, I should be coming to you and I have problems because <laughs> yeah. Scott has a, Scott works for his dad. Yes. I love that the coach had the KFC on the, on the desk too. Chewing gum, but he's still had like a big, like messy KFC on his desk. I know food, food right? <laughs> yeah. You had to point it out. I All I did was bring up the coach. I didn't realize there was KFC in that scene. You had to have. No. Because he was he was literally uh, like working his way on a drumstick. I get, uh, John, I forgot about that. I really did. This is right when they <laughs> first got biscuits too, so. <laughs> Are you serious right now? No. Like, KFC had just gotten biscuits, so that's a good drop. Jesus. Anyway, yeah, that's my first scene is the co- him trying to tell his coach that he's going through changes. <laughs> yeah, I might have KFC now. Oh, God. <laughs> What's your next scene? I am hungry, too. <laughs> See? I really like uh, the hardware store. There's the hardware store. Oh, yeah. I like this scene where uh, he's walking down the street with Booth, mm-hmm. and they're talking about um, how they're sick of being so... He's sick of being so ordinary, and she tells him he's he's more than that. He just doesn't see it. And she's mm-hmm. trying to get him to realize, like, it's okay to just be you. She just needs to come out right. You know what? She's so forward of a person. I'm surprised she didn't just say, I have a crush on you, stupid. Like, she said everything she could without saying, I have a crush on you. And he's like, oh, man, I just, one day I'll find the right girl. <laughs> I mean. She's like, open your eyes. Yeah, dumb teenage boy and, and dumb teen- teenage girl. I, Match yeah. made in heaven, man. I mean, it's just how it works. I thought you were talking about the actual hardware store. I do like the hardware store. You wouldn't let me get to that. You were cutting me off. All right, go. (laughs) So you get this part where Scott has to show up for work. He goes in and gets greeted by his dad. And then from there, you get to see all these tools and stuff. It it looks like uh, a hardware store from my hometown where I grew up. Not like a Lowe's or a Menards. It's a hometown. Yeah. Uh, and it had like all the old like uh, candy that you don't see anymore and all that. You also had uh, the kid blowing the dog whistle. I remember uh, getting in trouble for blowing a dog whistle. I also had a dog whistle at some point. Where did you? Where were you blowing a dog whistle that you got in trouble? The hardware store. You? Yeah. We're blowing a dog whistle at a hardware store. Why were hardware stores carrying dog whistles? They just had everything random no we just had a dog whistle because we had dogs surprise the dog whistle did not work on my dogs <laughs> mm. well i got in trouble for picking it up and blowing on it you know i mean mm-hmm. well my next scene that i'm going to talk about is the party scene so uh they I don't even know whose party. It's a house party that they go to. Mm-hmm. And it's not any of the main characters. No. And this party is crazy. Give Look. me a keg 
of beer. That's not the scene I'm talking about. It leads to it. Oh my God. It's not the scene I'm talking about. I'm talking about when they're actually at the party. And it's like this crazy, they're playing all these games, which I don't know. I guess I was also a lame kid and didn't go to... Can we just talk about the music in that whole scene? It's amazing. I guess. I was a lame kid and I didn't really go to parties like that, but... I don't know if parties were actually like that, but they had mm-hmm. all these different games they played and whatever. And they handed out, everyone got oh, yeah. a name at the party. And so when it came time for like to match people up for these games, they would pull names out of a hat. Well, Boof ends up swapping her. Uh, she didn't even swap it. She just lied. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because Pamela actually got Scott's yeah. name and she was bummed out. And Boof got somebody else who, it doesn't matter who it is, but she lies and says that she got Scott. And they end up getting seven minutes in heaven, mm-hmm. which is fine and all because Boof finally has her chance to like say, I like you. And they get to get Don't all make out. shaving cream wrestling and all that. I'm not talking about that. That was all during that whole scene. I'm not talking about that. Okay. I'm talking about the seven minutes in heaven. So they go into the, the closet and... That's when she gets to like say she likes him and make out. But then he also like turns into the wolf in there and she's like, what the heck? So yeah. your fingernails. Yeah. Nasty fingernails. That if there's anything that would turn me off immediately to a dude, I'd be like, wolf? why? No, his fingernails. Like oh. why are your nails so long? Cause he's Yuck. turning into a wolf. I know that. <laughs> anyway. Yes. There were other things going on in that scene. If you want to talk about it, is it on your list? It might be. Well, I'll save it for my scene. Okay. <laughs> you can go next now. Oh, my next one? Definitely Dance Wolf. What is that? This is where Scott's getting ready for uh, the dance at the school. And they uh, have like this almost disco music playing. And he's dressed like John Travolta. And he's like, she's right. You are an animal. Ow! You don't remember that? He does the thriller dance and all that at the school. Is this towards the end? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, this is the actual dance at school. He goes with Boo. Yeah, but he... That's actually one of the more fun scenes of the movie. Yeah. Anything else? That's it. (laughs) No, uh, you have that really awkward part where uh, you find out Scott's dad and the principal... Uh, we're both after the same girl, and it just turned out to be Scott's mom. So there's this big altercation. Oh, I and must have missed that. The, yeah, and they want to kick the guy wants to kick Scott out of the school, and he's like, "For what?" <laughs> and just because he don't like him, and it also turns out that that's also Mick's dad. You know, it's the same thing from Back to the Future where the principal doesn't like him because he's like, your dad was a slacker and you're a slacker. Uh, well, I'll get to that later. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of stuff that happens in that scene. You just have uh, Pamela who uh, says that, or Scott asks her to save him a dance and he's just like, he's like, I'm kind of here with her. But then that makes Mick really, really crazy. Yeah. Good scene. Well, my next scene is one you've already talked about. It's when he first changes into the wolf at the game. Mm. But I went ahead and saved it because it is, it's like, (sighs) the reveal is so uncomfortable. And I think maybe that was the point because there's no music or anything at first. Like the guys jump on top of him to try to take the ball. And then he Mm -hmm. 
like shakes him off and when he shakes him off he's this wolf and the thing is he's been fighting them every, like all the way up to this point to hide the fact that he's a wolf and then he just he lost his temper yeah he's turns in the wolf and then it's kind of like well you can't take it back now so he just saunters down the <laughs> the court and tosses the ball in dunk that thing and it's just really quiet and no one says anything and it, it's it's just really awkward because there's no music and also michael j fox as a wolf is um amazing leave something to be desired i think it is amazing you're right oh okay i really that's one of my like favorite scenes in a movie is when he turns into the wolf and he dunks the ball yeah <laughs> it sounds like a you see <laughs> I, the scream is what makes it makes that scene for me <laughs> It's just what round ball does to people, you know? What? Like, Scott's just overly, like, sweating everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, I've played basketball hard. Yeah, I, don't know if I've, I don't know if I look like I just got out of a pool. Yeah, they were sweating an awful lot. Did they just not have air conditioning in there? Probably not. It was the 80s, you see. Yuck. Okay, well, you can go with your next scene. <laughs> Let me see. Where am I? Oh, this my is scene is the party scene. Oh, yeah, you Probably do yours the, backwards, yes, I forget. however I want to do mine. Okay. Probably one of the most underrated scenes of this movie. Uh, you have Chubbs that does the jello eating from mm-hmm. the girl's shirt, the big th- the big pan of just green jello. Mm-hmm. Styles, who's done everything he can to make sure they can go to this party. He had to get a keg, so they were going to hold a guy up with a squirt gun. <laughs> but Scott just is like... Uh, his eyes glow, which is really corny, but it adds charm to the movie. And that's why I was like, give me a keg of beer. Yeah, that is ridiculous. Love that. <laughs> the old man just is like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Goes gets in the keg, and then Styles is just like singing to the keg while it's in the passenger seat with the seatbelt on. And somehow Styles ended up running the party, like where he's he running the game. How could he host? He had to get the keg to get. You got to have somebody that's got charisma, Megan. He had it. Who else had it in that movie? Real top tier charisma. I don't know. You didn't get to meet a lot of characters. <laughs> there you go. Because it wasn't that goofy kid that they were hanging out with that just like didn't want to hang out with Scott because he's a werewolf. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Well, speaking of styles and his charisma, my next scene is actually when Scott tries to tell Styles that he's a wolf. Is this your last one? No. This is my fourth scene. Oh, okay. Um it's they're in the garage and they're looking for that bag of weed that we were talking about earlier. Which mm-hmm. now I just remembered there's that song in Family Guy. A bag, bag of, of weed. A ba- no. Yeah, I know. That's why I said it the first time that way. Now it's stuck in my head, <laughs> thanks. Well I was singing a lot Alanis Morissette. I almost said all <laughs> All Anus Morissette. All Anus Morissette. <laughs> <laughs> which that is a letter Kenny reference, yeah. which you got to watch that show. It's letter good. Kenny's really good. But, uh, and Shorzy. You got to watch Shorzy. Right before we started recording, I was singing that song, except the way that we sing it, where I'm scared. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wrong, but I'm... We say I'm scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll just leave <laughs> well, I, don't, I won't tell you guys, because <laughs> they will tell you one day. You can... Maybe. Try to goad it out of us. Anyway, back to the the garage. They're looking for the baggie of weed, and it's Styles' brother that he hid. Yeah, and so Scott is once again trying to tell somebody that something's up with him, and 
the thing is, Styles also gets the wrong idea, and he definitely uses some outdated language in this scene. He he's telling me like, "Are you telling me you're gay? Because if you're gay, that's fine." And he's like, "No, that's not." Except he doesn't say gay. So, oh my gosh, I totally forgot he even says that. In the movie. Yeah, it's not really PC anymore. He definitely. Uses I really the just F want word. to quote it, but people get so buttered about stuff. No, I'm not going to do it. You can't. He uses the f word. And he's like, are you gay? Because if you're telling me you're gay, it's fine. I don't I don't care. <laughs> and um, he's like, no, I'm not gay. <laughs> Just replace the, the word gay. And, yeah. I, just, I, know, I was wondering how you're going to approach that too. And now I'm even happier that you just tried to tiptoe <laughs> that line. And I, it just didn't come off any better. It's still a funny scene. Like, I understand the language is not okay, guys. Please believe I understand it's not okay. I don't say it myself. and But I still think the scene is funny when you think about the context of it. Yeah, especially Styles also doing all that while wearing his shirt. So what are you looking at, dick nose? <laughs> yeah, that's the whole feel of the scene is just really crazy. That's why this was almost my number one scene, just because it's so ridiculous. It's good. Um, that is a good scene. But he finally tells me, he's like, I'm a wolf and... Styles is like, oh, okay. And then he turns into the wolf and Styles is like, oh, we Scott, can make money Scotty. off this. <laughs> like, that's the first thought in his and head he is, tells, I can make money off and this. And he tells him he's beautiful and he's like. <laughs> yeah, he does the, stop it. Yeah. What a good oh, scene. Behave. That is a good scene. Make a call. <laughs> Thank you. All right, go ahead with your I'm kind of disappointed. I didn't put that in there. I'm going to make it an honorable mention. Okay. <laughs> My final scene was the actual uh, final basketball game. That is also my fifth scene. So we'll just talk about it together. Yeah. Uh, this big climax for Scott is like, I'm not going to be the wolf anymore. We're the beavers. We're not the wolves. Mm, yeah. <laughs> well, because Boof first asked him to go to that dance. Or it's not the the dance. I'm sorry. She asked him to go to the dance. Mm -hmm. And he's, she says, you can go to the dance with me. But if you go with Scott, not as the wolf. And he starts to have this realization that like, He's attracting the wrong crowd. Like, everyone likes him because he's the wolf. He realizes they don't like him. They like the wolf. Yeah. And that's Pamela's into him when he's the, the wolf. wolf. So he... Yeah, it's just... It's this big lead up to the, the final game where um, he shows up not as the wolf. And everyone's like, no, you have to change. And he's like, no, you guys. Like, we can win this game. You don't need the wolf. And... They, yeah, they play the game and they end up actually working together as a team. Scott leads like a very spirited uh, game. They are way outmatched by the dragons. Yeah. Uh, the dragons are bigger, they're stronger, and they are really athletic. Yeah. And Scott's got to worry about like Chubbs, a guy that's really butt hurt that Scott's now the captain of the ball team, mm -hmm. stuff like that. And Scott starts making shots he never makes. It's just. It's just what they are getting used to. Like, they're playing as a team. They're rotating. Chubbs is making shots. He yeah. makes a freaking hook shot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then he's so confident in himself, he just throws the ball up and it goes in. Yeah. It's it's a good scene. Then it comes down to Scott's got to make some free throws. Mm-hmm. Sinks them. Then you get the, the good uh, humor music. Oh, yeah. It's uh, the ending music where it's it's just this... Very climactic moment where mm -hmm. they win the, the game and Boof comes running down and hugs him and mm -hmm. his dad comes down and hugs him and they have like a group hug and... Someone pulls their dick out. What? That's in that scene. Oh yeah, that's and yeah. that's part of the trivia I assume <laughs> yeah. you're going to talk about. I can just talk about it now. 
Yeah, but uh, also, unless you had anything else to say about the... I love when they start playing the music from when they uh, start getting on their little run. And that win in the end song. Mm-hmm. Win in the end. <laughs> yeah. I'm a sucker for those like uh, 80s like songs like you can work out to. <laughs> yeah, I'm about that life. I think I got that on playlist. I am positive I do. Oh, Lord. Probably. I'm sure you do. Michael J. Fox, he has one of the worst looking jump shots I've ever seen. <laughs> like he jumps to shoot free throws and it really bothers me. Just bend your knees and follow through. Oh, That's God. all you got to do. Reach for the rim. Shoot for the moon. All right. Well, if you want to give us some trivia now. Yeah. Um, the director got the job because he's the only one that didn't say it was a movie about a werewolf. It's actually a movie about a father and son and how the son has to come to grips with things are going to change in his life and he needs to he needs to face them head on. Oh. You said the director said it wasn't about a wolf? Mm-hmm. Okay. Which deep down, I mean, the movie's just about a kid that's going through changes. Oh, yeah, it can be a metaphor. Technically, you can compare him to Superman. He's doing superhuman things. It could be a metaphor for different life changes, of course, Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, This movie was shot before Back to the Future. Mm -hmm. Which I think we talked about in Back to the Future, Mm -hmm. but we can mention it again here. And they did everything they could to cash in on that whole thing. Just, (laughs) if you can think of, like, a way of being able to link a movie to a movie without saying that movie, they did it. So why did um, they hold off and let Back to the Future come out first? Uh, because Back to the Future was backed by like one, the biggest director in Hollywood. And this movie was shot for like no budget. Like right. this was going to be Michael J. Fox's first actual movie with a budget mm-hmm. that was going to be outside of him doing Family Ties. Okay. The crazy thing is um, when they were doing this movie... The movies were shot really close together, this and Back to the Future. So, Mm -hmm. like, he got to go from one set to another really fast after, um, oh my gosh, I forgot his name, the original uh, Marty McFly. Oh. The redhead. um, Anyway, when he got fired, Michael J. Fox could finally go do the movie. Uh Uh-huh. So, he he didn't really have to do much changing. He got to go from playing a teenager to playing a teenager with more experience from doing the previous movie. Well, there you go. He didn't. He didn't really lose out on anything. Mm-hmm. And also, the houses were located on the same block. The house. <laughs> so Scott Howard's house and the uh, George McFly and Lorraine Bates's houses mm-hmm. were on the same block during filming. Oh, they used <laughs> actual houses, not like mm-hmm. I guess for the outside shots. Yeah. Uh, the name Lisa Booth Marconi. Mm-hmm. was based off the writer's real-life girlfriend. They used their act, her actual name. Oh, wow. <laughs> Which I thought was, a, that's a really cool thing. Like, that's a good tribute. Yeah. This movie only took 21 days to make, three weeks, because Dang. Michael J. Fox's schedule only allowed him so much time, so they had to, like, bust ass getting through scenes. Well, I, I guarantee all the basketball scenes were done in like one go. They're like, let's any scene where you're on the court, let's film it now. <laughs> right. And just funnel more people in every time the game gets more exciting, you know? Yeah. Uh, Rod Daniel also said that somewhere in his archives is over an hour of the most embarrassing sports footage ever made. 
from this movie from this movie the director has it uh when it finally goes to i'm gonna guess when it goes to like a collector's edition like 4k blu-ray or something yeah they'll finally let it out <laughs> just them trying to play basketball like the actors yeah. oh god michael j fox has talked about a lot that he hated doing this movie oh no yeah uh when he was doing an interview for back of the future he said that steven spielberg's down the street making a great movie and i'm playing a werewolf <sighs> he refuses to do like any like uh, interviews and stuff about this movie but everybody else that was in the movie uh talked about how fun he was to work with and stuff like that mm-hmm. but i think like the wave of stardom he had yeah. coming from family ties right into back to the future fame then from back to the future fame right in the teen wolf i mean yeah i hate when famous people or stars kind of get that you know they rub you the wrong way mm-hmm. and for him to say something like that is very pompous i think very uh, Jeff Glosser and Michael J. Fox, uh, when they're in the wolf makeup, they couldn't eat any solid food in the makeup. So they can only have milkshakes and uh, like soup. Oh. Because yay. of the appliance. Uh, I guess it was so tight. Dang. You couldn't do a lot of like jaw movement. That's why when you notice, Scott doesn't talk a whole lot in the wolf makeup or the dad. Yeah. Or you don't see his face very clearly. Maybe they're doing like a voiceover or dub over or something like mm-hmm. that. All of the uh, wolf transition shots where he's turning into the wolf, like the actual effect shots, those were all done last. Okay. So uh, a lot of those shots aren't done with Michael J. Fox, not like that. They were done with the effects people trying to make the effects work. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of close-ups of, yeah, his hands changing and things like that. Uh, Susan uh, Ursidi slapped Michael J. Fox really hard during the Seven Minutes in Heaven scene. Uh, enough times that uh, Rod Daniel had to explain, like, uh, you need to stage slap him. Oh, like no. it can be, it can, it can feel like it, like it really hurt, mm-hmm. but you don't have to do it to where you're gonna like dislocate his jaw. Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> was this her first movie? No, 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 no. Uh, the writers and director both saw her and zapped and liked her so much in that movie. They want, knew right away they wanted her for this movie. Hmm. Okay. Which is cool. I mean, uh, and since the movie was released after Back to the Future, uh, in Brazil, there was the movie was called Boy from the Future instead of Teen Wolf. Oh. <laughs> Boy from the Future instead of Back to the Future? Yeah, or even do you it has nothing Teen to do with tra- time travel. Okay. that I wondered if... Okay, so they were referring to Teen Wolf, not Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Anything else? Yeah, uh... Who did I read? There were two actors that were uh, asked to try out to read for the role of Scott. Mm-hmm. One, uh, I guess, just quit acting, and the other one was doing another movie. I've heard the other one, after looking some more stuff about it, mm-hmm. it was uh, C. Thomas Howell oh. from The Outsiders. Uh-huh. Hmm. There's a lot of good stuff about this. Like... Um, the guy that played Scott's dad, he originally tried out to be the coach. Mm-hmm. And they were like, you're too nice to play the coach. We, <laughs> this is this is not what we want. This ain't going to work. He has a very friendly face. He looks like a dad. Yeah. Did you know this movie's uh, filmed with the, in, like, in, but it's supposed to be implied that this whole movie's in Nebraska? There is nothing no. in Nebraska. No. I thought this was a Midwest movie. 
I didn't really place it anywhere, I'll be honest. I'll be honest with you, I did. <laughs> I have my whole life. Oh, goodness. I can give you more, but uh, you have anything else? No. I mean, if you want to wrap it, we can rate it. Yeah, I can wrap it. This is definitely a movie that people should look up. I guess there was also a, uh, real quick, there was a documentary made, which I didn't even know that. Hmm. Well, and it did get a sequel. Mm-hmm. And there is a TV show that came out cartoon. in the last few years uh, that's... Not based off this. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it has any ties to it this. It doesn't, just the title. I mean, do, are there werewolves in it? Yeah, it is Team Okay, Wolf. so there's that. <laughs> there's also that. Um, there was a cartoon, too. Okay. Not very good, but it was a cartoon. Well, I guess we'll get into it when we get to the legacies. But the mm-hmm. first thing we're going to rate it on is the rewatch of this movie. Um, I watch this movie whenever I want to watch a sports movie, a horror movie, or just a movie just uh, to have on. Mm-hmm. I'll give it, for me personally, I'm going to give it at least a five. At least you can't go any higher. <laughs> Bare minimum a five. I'm going to give it a three. That's it's fine. okay. It's not, I don't know. There's parts of it that I think are funny and that I like, but... It's not a movie that I jump for. Not really. I know. Okay. (laughs) The next thing we're going to cover is the legacy of this movie, which we just talked about all the the sequels and TV shows and there's Mm -hmm. cartoons. um. It's hard because there's not a lot of, uh, well, I can't even do that. You might try to rate this low, but I can't. Uh, there is a con that just came uh-huh. where there was a lot of people from the cast and it did really well. Plus you have all the toy companies that have released all these Teen Wolf uh, items. So I'll give, I'll give it a four. I just think it's overshadowed by Back to the Future, especially because they came out in the same time, roughly mm-hmm. around the same time. I don't know. Uh, maybe a two. Okay. I'll stick with it too. That's fine. Even though, because the spinoff, they're not going to give any, I've not seen the Teen Wolf TV show, but I have a feeling that it, it's not mentioning or referencing the movie in any way. <laughs> it's not. I already said that. Yeah. Well, you've never seen it either. Yeah. But I know it has nothing to do with that. It's more in the like vein of like Twilight and stuff like that. I guess. Yeah. And the last thing we're going to rate it on is uh, the look and feel of the movie. I'm a big fan of the music. They nailed that. Mm-hmm. Uh, small town feel. Very good. The oh. werewolf makeup is great in this movie. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> I just yeah. don't know. Um, I liked the casting. I I could see other people playing Scott and I wouldn't have been mad with it. You know, I feel like Michael J. Fox actually could have mm-hmm. been replaced and it wouldn't have been a a terrible loss. I guess there's other people I would not have liked seeing playing the wolf. Like, I don't know if I could have handled like Tom Cruise. Well, I'm saying not people I would be okay seeing in that, that spot. Like, I feel like you could cast that with a couple of different people and I wouldn't be mad. Yeah. Who would you have casted? In the 80s? You know I'm bad at this <laughs> as far as like age goes. Um, well... It- Literally, it can be somebody that's a teenager. I'll tell you who I, I, I think would have been okay. Hmm. But you go first. I don't know. How old would a Christian Slater have been? I don't... Well, 
he wouldn't have come around till the very next year. Okay. Well, how old would he have been? 19. Okay. Maybe. So right in that age, I can put a Christian Slater in there. Uh, I don't know because I don't want a huge name, but I don't know. Who would you put? Well, there were a lot of people that weren't names yet. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I would have went with someone like Emilio. Emilio. Yeah, that's true. I, guess. I think it would have been safe. I'm just bad with the the time, the era. You know, I can't <laughs> I can't pick an actor because I have a hard time picturing them at that time, you know? Yeah. Uh but yeah, the casting, it was all right. It was pretty good. Uh the look of the werewolf was the transformation was something. <laughs> <laughs> and the music was good too. So I think overall I'll give it for look and feel. Five. Three and a half. Okay. So, overall, I'm going to give the movie, I'll give it a four. I'll give it, I'll be nice, and my overall is going to be a three. Because I don't hate the movie, it's just not, it's not up there for me. That's fine. Well, I'm glad it's fine with you <laughs> that I can do that. Uh, unless you had anything else to add on to this movie, I think that wraps it up. Yeah, I think I'm good. All right. I don't have anything else to add. That was Teen Wolf. That was fun. It was. It was good. Got to cover a movie you like and mm-hmm. you picked. And who knows? Let's see what we'll cover. Uh, let me think. Next week. Yeah. We, we've got another one before we okay. do a fancy episode. Because mm, it's been a minute. Um, yeah. I guess that's all. And we'll see you guys next week. Stick around for a sneak peek. Sneaky peeky. Got it. <laughs> Have a good one. Next week on the Retro Club. You know, I quote this movie enough in my normal life. So much that yeah. I forget it's from this movie. <laughs> also, this is a movie like I always forget about. What? Yeah, I know a lot of people that don't even know this movie exists. Well, I'm here <laughs> to change that. Because this movie That's is good. a its a piece of me. It's a part of my identity. And I don't know why. I don't know why this movie has left such an impression on me when <laughs> it has. Mm-mm. It's got a good cast. It's just, this is when they, I don't know, they weren't those people yet. You know what I mean? I guess. Nobody knew who the fuck Tim Curry was, really. Go ahead and say Rocky Horror Picture Show, because that movie was outlawed in the U.S. until the 90s. Let me tell you something. I'm about to hurt a lot of feelings. I've never seen Rocky Horror. There you go. So you wouldn't have never known who he was except for this movie. It's it's hard to say because at the time there are so many Tim Curry movies when I was young that I could like catch up on and also watch in real time that I don't really assign Tim Curry to any particular role. He's definitely not a typecast for me. Mixing and music by Kelsey Ingram. Cover art is by Megan Harris. Research is by John and Megan Harris. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Slasher at RetroClubPod. Or visit our website at RetroClubPod.com for episode information and more. You can listen to The Retro Club on Podbean, Spotify, Apple and Google Podcast, and more. Make sure to like, follow, and subscribe, or we'll find you.